Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back, I am back, I am back, and it is time to talk Jets. We are coming off of watching the New York Jets uh, defeat the Giants in a preseason game, the first preseason game last night. And let me tell you, there's a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about. The New York Jets looked fairly good, man. We looked fairly good. Solid times on offense. Zach Wilson, his performance was inspiring to us all. We were all pretty impressed with what he showed, and the defense was phenomenal. So we're going to get into it. So listen, folks, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search the Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, let's go ahead and get into the show. I am fired up. Okay, I'm fired up. You can also check your boy on iTunes as well. Okay, I'm on iTunes. Search The Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. Subscribe to your boy on iTunes, man. Come on. You know what I'm saying? I got some subscribers. I want more. You know what I'm saying? I want to connect with more Jets fans. I want to hear y'all thoughts. Also, leave your boy a uh, – leave me a rating as well. You know, give you guy a five-star rating and let me know what you think about the show, how everything's going on over here. I love hearing the feedback from people and hearing about, you know, what people think about what I do here. Uh, you know, all the comments, everybody saying, hey, keep up the good job, keep doing your thing, really like the show. I truly, truly enjoy it. So, you know, please subscribe again on iTunes and also, you know, leave your boy a rating. I'm also on YouTube as well. I live stream while I do my live radio show. You know what I'm saying? Everybody watching me on YouTube right now, salute. My YouTube is Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets. Go ahead, search that on, on, your, uh, on your YouTube, and boom, you'll see me. I'll be live streaming by the, by the show. You can call in. We can have a lot of fun. You can listen and uh, watch the show and interact with the show that way as well. And subscribe to that YouTube and turn on your notifications so when I post content, you folks will know. You'll get it. You'll get that notification. So listen, there's so much to talk about. Okay, the New York Jets go up against the Giants in the first preseason game again. Uh, Jets beat the Giants 12-7. to So much to discuss. So many things went on. And I'm going to start right at the top first. I'm going to talk about Sulla and his staff, man. Sulla and his staff is something else. And we kind of discussed this during the live stream uh, yesterday. I was going back and forth with a lot of people. We were having a lot of fun. And one of the things that we said to ourselves is how much of a difference this coaching staff has made. Now that we're not sitting around, you know, like we were last year with Adam Gaze, watching things just go to, go to crap, things were just all over the place, things weren't looking right, guys were being misused, guys were, you know, the offensive game plan didn't look like there was a game plan at all. You know, there seemed to be no direction. It was a rudderless ship. We were just – Swimming around in circles. We had no clue of what was going on, and that seems like this year, that is all behind us now. We seem like a team that has a focus. We have a plan. Everybody is on one accord. The offensive game plan looks like a game plan. It looks like, hey, this is, we have an identity. We have something that we're working towards, something that we're building. We're putting our young quarterback in the best positions he can to make plays to feel comfortable. And I credit all of that to this new coaching staff led by Robert Sella, we got Mike LaFleur as the offensive coordinator. It feels good, man. 
it feels damn good to be a Jets fan now, man. It's just, it's, just, it's a different time here, and you can feel it. You can see that Sulla connects with these players on a different level. He really, really does. So I wanted to start there because that kind of rolls into, of course, we're going to immediately start to talk about Zach Wilson, right, and his play last night. Zach Wilson looked at the situation, right? We looked at the situation with Zach Wilson, and there was a lot of talk coming into this week about him from a lot of people across the media, right? Mainstream media all of a sudden goes on a bashing tirade. All of a sudden, Zach Wilson's going to be trash. All of a sudden, he's going to be the worst quarterback in the draft. You know, there's people saying those things. All of a sudden, Zach Wilson and New York Jets are never going to succeed. He's going to fail there, all these things, right? And a lot of people started to talk and say a lot of different things, especially after some of the other, you know, young quarterbacks had their preseason game and came out and did what they had to do with their respective teams. Zach Wilson comes out, and he's solid. Six for nine had over 60 yards, you know, he looked really good. Six for nine, had 63 yards. One of the drives he actually had led to a field goal. He looked very solid, very solid with us. And you could see that once his confidence got rolling, once he got into his rhythm passing, then we started to see all the things that all of us heard about when we, when we, when we were talking about him during the draft. The arm strength his ability, some of the throws that he was making was phenomenal, phenomenal. This guy's got a cannon on him. You can see it. He was whipping the ball around. He was getting into where it needed to be. It was accurate. You know, there were some throws that were in the dirt, but it wasn't, you know, there wasn't a lot. Those are things that he's going to continue to work on, continue to grow on. But he looked sharp out there. He did. He was able to move the chains. He was able to really display what he has. And I know that there are some fans that wanted to see him chuck the ball down the field and have, you know, a 300-yard a, a, a quarter. But, you know, he didn't have that, but he looked very, very good, very good. And I think that as we continue to go forward and working through this process of the preseason, him still continuing to pick up the offense, the offense still, you know, continuing to mold and, and do things, uh, you know, with LaFleur, do things with his, with his system and push different things, we'll see more balls getting pushed down the field. But let me tell you something. I was excited by Zach Wilson's efficient day. I really, really was. He looked really good out there. I want to see him continue to build upon those things. I really liked what he showed us. Another thing that we saw as well, and we'll get to the callers in just a second. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number you can call in. The lines are open. We're going to get to everybody tonight. Please be patient. Another thing that we saw last night as well, like I told y'all, okay, I'm on the West Coast. I watch the Niners. I watch what they were doing over there with the Shanahan system. We all know we got Sulla and LaFleur from that system. You know, they're coming over here. That's what the offensive system they brought over here. Let me tell you something. We're going to run the ball. <laughs> and I was telling people that constantly, bro. We're going to run the ball. And we're going we're gonna to run the ball. We're going to be effective running the ball. And we're going to use a multi-back system because that's what we saw them do with the Niners. Let me tell you, that's exactly what we did in this game. This is going to be a team that's going to run the ball heavy. We're going to take advantage. We're going to show people that we're going to step right in. We're going to, we're going to muscle you, okay? We're going to chuck you around. We're going to throw you around. We're going to manhandle you, and we're going to run the ball directly down your throat. We saw that last night. 
Ty Johnson looked amazing last night. And what's crazy is I know that a lot of people, there's some people in the fan base that were kind of surprised by Ty Johnson and his ability. And this is why I was, I'm so excited that we moved on from that character, that fraud Adam Gaze, is because, and I told people this when he was our head coach, his inability to properly assess young players' talent, his inability to utilize talent within his schemes cost us guys like Ty Johnson. The ability that he has could have been utilized earlier. We could have saw more, but now we're seeing it. We're seeing him get out and take off and run. We're seeing him, when the ball's put in his hand, how, he can, how shifty he is, how much he can move. We're seeing that. And he put, on, he put on a nice show last night. He really did. Also, Michael Carter as well, young back we just drafted. He was out there. He got quite a bit of handoffs too. He looked very solid as well, really liked his production, what he brought. Also, P. Ryan. Listen, P. Ryan had a TD last night. He was able to get some carries in his hand as well. One thing I want to see is I want to see P. Ryan get a little bit, you know, earlier carries. I want to see him get some carries a little bit earlier with the first team. But I think, man, let me tell you something. We are going to have a, at, at this point, we're having a three-headed monster at running back. You got Johnson, you got P. Ryan, you got Carter, and they're all coming for you. I'm telling you, this Jets team looks very solid, very stout, and we have an identity. Also, one of the things that really looked solid last night as well is the offensive line. That was one of the biggest questions coming into this, right? You go back and listen to uh, last week's show, and one of the things that we were all concerned about was, you know, ATV, he's missing time. He's not going to be there. We're still worried about that right guard position. What's going to happen? Are they going to be able to properly protect Zach Wilson? Last night they showed that they could. Not only did they show that they could and, you know, who they had at right guard, but let me tell you something. (laughs) They showed that they can open up holes as well. We looked very good. And it wasn't just half-back dive, half-back dive, half-back dive like we've seen in the past, right? It was various calls. The play calling, the type of scheme that was ran offensively for our running game was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. We saw tosses. We saw them run out of strong. We saw them do all kinds of things. We saw guards pulling. We saw motions offensively. When is the last time we had a motion offensively here? Adam Gaze didn't do those things. <laughs> The Jets looked really good last night. We really, really did. Running the ball, effective and efficient. The passing game was solid again with Zach Wilson. He was chucking the ball around. But let me tell you something. This receiver core is nothing to to scoff at either. Denzel Mims put on a show last night. I know there was a lot of people coming into this offseason that had a lot lot to say about Mims. There were some fans that were calling for him to be on the bubble. There were some fans that were calling for him to be cut. There were some fans that saying, yeah, he's going to be a bust. We're going to see, you know, he's not going to be useful in this scheme. We might as well go ahead and get rid of him. Well, he came out, and he continues to show that if you put the ball in his hands, he's going to be able to make plays. He had three catches for 51 yards, and he had one play, bruh, I think it was a 20-yard game where he just muscled through a bunch of defenders and was able to get a first down to keep the chains moving. That's the type of ability that Mims has, man. This guy, I'm telling you, as long as we continue to utilize him, and especially, again, going forward with the injury to Elijah Moore, we'll see when he comes back. I know they say he's on a, a day-to-day basis, but with that quad injury, again, quad injuries can take a bit of time to, to get back right. But you're going to see Mims out there. You're going to see him get his targets. You're going to see him get his snaps. You're going to see him get his recession. This guy is good, man. And for all of those of you that wanted to cast him aside and wanted to push him out the door as well, he showed you last night, shame on you. He's ready to go. He's ready to play. 
Vincent Smith had some catches as well. This is another guy that's pushing to make the roster. Vincent Smith is a guy that a lot of people talk about. They've been talking about for quite some time. Three catches, 39 yards. He looked good. White actually missed him uh, in the game as well. And we'll talk a little bit about the backup quarterback situation because that is a dogfight. Our backup quarterback situation is, you know, they're, they're out there scrapping. Mike White was very efficient last night. Then you have Morgan come out. And he was pushing the ball downfield, really, you know, playing like a man on fire. But this wide receiver core looks good, man. It's just advertised. Corey Davis looks solid as well. Keelan Cole is out there making plays too. You know, this, this wide receiver core is solid. So I think we've given, we've given Zach Wilson the target. And this offensive, this offensive system is just going to keep chugging along. This is only the first game. They're going to continue to add things, continue to, you know, put in things so that we can attack. But before I go to the callers, I want to talk about this damn defense, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. This defense Here we go. Listen, I'm not one to talk crazy, right? I'm not here to talk that talk. That's, you know, but when I tell you that this defense, is as advertised. It's just advertised. Listen, this defense is serious business, and you can already see it. I'll start with our front. Our front is nothing but pressure, straight pressure, okay? You got Huff coming off the edge. He's flying around. You got guys like John Franklin Myers. Uh, Duma for Marshall. These guys are coming off the edge, and they're trying to take your head off. Damn near every single play, there was a guy around the Giants quarterback. He was just trying to get rid of the ball. Guys grabbing his legs, guys altering his his adjustment to the ball, altering his throws, throwing off all kind of things. This pass rush is serious business, man. It's serious business. It's just advertised, and we're going to continue. This defense is going to be – one of the better defenses in the league if they can stay healthy. Speaking of staying healthy, uh, C.J. Mosley is back, dog. He's back. And I told y'all, and everybody told, tried to tell me, two games, two years, I told y'all when he came back that he was going to look good. I mean, what do you want from me at this point? What do you want? What more do you want from me? I tried to tell y'all about my boy C.J. Mosley. I tried to tell y'all. He looked phenomenal last night immediately on the first drive, immediately had a bunch of uh, solid plays, pass deflections, almost had an interception. Mosley was out there just being a complete beast, man, just being a beast. So we're going to see more out of him. This linebacker situation was solid too. Gerard Davis out there, Hamza Nezeldean out there, even Cashman in the backup. Even the second string, the backup defense, the second string guys, they were scrappy. They were scrappy. They're not giving up a, a, a blade of grass. Those guys are fighting out there as well. I really like what the Jets showed last night. Now, there were some question marks. I ain't going to lie. I'm not a homer, right? Valentine, I need you to step up, dog. <laughs> I, I, I need you to step up, Valentine. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I need you to step up, bro. You know, I, I try, I'm trying to keep the heat going, but, you know, I need Valentine to step up, bro. He lost the guy in the end zone. He almost got cooked before that, too, but the, the quarterback just missed the throw. It was an errant throw. I need Ballantyne to get it together because, again, we have a lot of question marks in this corner position. Uh, so he's going to have to really get a footing better in, in that 
in that situation so that he really would be able to step into a better role at the cornerback position. We all know that he's being utilized on special teams. So, But let me tell you something. As a whole, this defense looked, looked really, really good. I was very surprised, very shocked at how immediately they were just attack, 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 attack. I really, really liked it. So we're going to get to the callers. I'll tell you, I can go on all night. But we're going to get to the callers again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. The lines are open right now. I know I have a lot of new listeners. When you call in, you don't need to call in and hang up, call in and hang up, okay? When you call in, I can see you're putting a cue, and I'll get to you as soon as possible. The lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody tonight. Just be patient, okay? Also, as well, please like the stream, share the stream as well, too with your friends, family, along your social media. If you'd like to donate, the Cash App is right there. If you don't want to hit me in the Cash App, if you look down there, I'm sorry, if you don't want to hit me in the Super Chat, if you look down, the Cash App is right there. You can hit me in the Cash App. Whatever you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you can, whatever you like. So now we're going to get to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're talking Jets. We're talking Jets preseason. So first, we're going to my guy, 973-973. I'm coming directly to you. Salutes to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Give me your thoughts about this Jets preseason game against the Giants. How are you feeling about Zach Wilson at this point? Well, thanks, Joe. Uh, I've been here before, but it's been tough to get through. I'm glad I got here. I was impressed with the games uh, with his performance so far. But, you know, it's still he has a, he has a lot to live up to, you know, I mean, it's one mm-hmm. preseason game. It was great, but still, you know, we can't judge by, you know, just one preseason game. And we got to think of, you know, when the real season starts because everybody's making a big deal about our last quarterback, and, well, he just completely bombed out. So I do mm-hmm. have a little bit of skepticism, you know, with it. I mean, it takes a lot more than just, you know, one preseason game to convince that he's going to be, you know, the next uh, great big quarterback in the NFL. But I liked his performance what he did, and he, um, you know, showed who was boss in the in the uh, Snoopy Bowl, as some of my friends called it last night. You know, since we both play at MetLife Jets and the Midgets, the Giants, so it shows that you know that we still, you know, we um, can put up a fight against it, against our opponents. We really need to work on our defense more because I thought our defense was you know in shambles over the last few years. So if we can work on that. And if Zach has games like he has, um, you know, it's, I see a lot of potential for him. Yeah, and look, again, I want to thank you for calling in. Look, I hear you. And, I, and I'm not a guy that's trying to anoint him or crown him the next, you know, uh, I don't know, Joe Namath or nothing Biggest like that. Like Fred. I think we're, yeah, I think, we're, I think we're all excited about the situation. Uh, we're all excited about him going out there and just being efficient. We're all excited about him going out there and yes. making plays and taking what we what he was given. You know what I'm saying? And again, and and, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of fans that that kind of are thinking along the lines or even taking it further. And they just they were saying, well, you know, he didn't play as well as I wanted him to because he wasn't throwing you know 50, 60 yard bombs. It's like, okay, well, let's give him some time. Of course, we're all excited about what he of did course. in the first preseason game. But as things continue forward, we'll I think we'll see more. But one thing I think you saw last night, and I saw it, was that once he got in that rhythm. Everything that we had heard about, you know, during the pre-draft process, the arm, all that stuff, you saw that. You saw how he was able to rocket balls around and how quickly, how quickly and decisively he was getting the ball out of his hands. That was big for me. Yes. To see a young quarterback in, in, in his position get the ball out of his hands so quickly, that's important. Because if you don't do that in this league, you're going to get smacked. 
Okay, you got guys coming around Big that time. edge. Various, yeah, various guys in this league that they come around this edge with a head full of steam, big guys that are running four fours, some some of them running four threes, and they're trying to take your head off. You have to get the ball out of there, and he did that. So I like what he yeah. got to the table, and like you said as well, as he continues forward, we'll continue to, you know, see him grow as a quarterback. Oh, I see my head got cut off, you know. We didn't get a chance to really get a chance to know him that well because he played at, you know, BYU, and we don't get a chance to see a lot of BYU games around here. So it's a little, it was a little bit hard yep. to tell, you know, how well he's going to do. I mean, I'm sure people on the West Coast, you know, get more familiar with him because they get a chance to see more of the BYU games where mm-hmm. we don't really get to see any of them over here in this uh, area, well, my area. Yeah. As the case yeah. may be. So, and, what, uh, that, so now, it was, it was kind of tra- yeah, kind of, kind of transferring. I hear you, you know, and, but, you know, as we continue through the process, we saw what he had to bring us, and now he's here, and we're seeing him do great yes. things. What are your thoughts about this running back position, though, man? Because we're looking like a team that's really yeah. going to be running the football hard this year. What are your thoughts about the, the, the running back by committee system that we have with Carter, Ty Johnson, P. Ryan? Were you impressed by them last night? Well, that was a little bit better, I mean, because that's another area we've been lacking is the running back. You know, that's what's uh, been bothering me for the last uh, several years. So that was a good effort by the running back team. But, you know, we still need to, we still need to do, you know, more to be, con- mm-hmm. to be considered, yeah. you know, one of, the, one of the better obsoletes in the league, a better yeah. Yeah. running back in the league. Yeah. That running back yeah. position last year was, well, awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear you, man. So yeah. when you look at the situation with it, when you look at the situation with this defense, man, what were your thoughts about the play of C.J. Mosley? Maybe he'll have a breakthrough year this year. I like how our defense was stacking was was stacking up, you know, last night. But like I said, it's also a little bit soon to tell because it's only preseason, and nobody really pays attention to preseason stats by the players or anything. It's when the real season starts to count. But if it's anything what we saw last night, I think maybe um, Mosley's going to have a good year too. Well, as I'm hoping for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could. I, I'm extremely excited about it. So my final question before I let you go is, man, what player to you right now is kind of on the bubble? What player do you look at right now with cuts coming up on the uh, 17th do you think could be a guy that could be gone? I can't see my finger on it right now. I mean, you know, it's tough to tell which player, you know, is like uh, teetering on borderline status. As we get to like the second and third week, I think we'll have a better understanding of who uh, might uh, be uh, borderline, who not. You can't you can't tell really from the first preseason game. Well, that's the way I was like that. I mean, anybody can be hot one week and then the next uh, preseason game could uh, drown. So I'll be more convinced when we play like uh, next week's game. Okay. All right. You listen. I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. You go ahead and have yourself a good night. All right. Thank you, Joe. I'll be back. All right, you have a good one. Listen, man, we got a lot of callers again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Call in. We are taking all callers. We're getting to everybody. Next, I'm gonna go to my guy. I think this is my guy, Joey, man. I think this is my guy, Joey, on the line. I know he wants to talk that talk. Listen, Joey, salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, Joey. Listen, we had a preseason game, my man. How did you feel about the performance of our offense? You know how I feel, man. I I called you a month ago. I play. I put two hundred dollars down on this team to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. So you know how I feel. Defense wins Super Bowls. That's how I feel. Defense wins Super Bowls. 
CJ Mosley oh. says himself, he says, if teams sleep on the Jets' defense, it's not going to end well for them. Come on, yeah. man. They would have had, if it wasn't for Yeboa fumbling that ball, they would have had a shutout yesterday. And, yes, I understand. It was their second team, <laughs> whatever. But we didn't have all our starters in there e- either, and we would have shut them out if it wasn't for that fumble. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. How I, you doing? I'm all right, Joey. I'm all right. I'm always, I love how you always come here fired up. I look at the situation as well, like, yeah. To me, I, I look at our – I wanted to start with our offense. Our offense I thought was impressive. I thought Zach Wilson was impressive. I thought our running game yep. was impressive. Uh, some of the things that we did up front, and that's going to lead me to my next question for you is, when you look at this offensive line, were you shocked that they performed as well as they did, even with guys like ATV missing? I, I was. I was shocked that they performed that way with their backups. Very shocking. Mm-hmm. It's a what a what a yeah. difference uh, a year makes from last year. What a difference! Yeah. I told you, I told you on our first conversation a month ago. This is a totally yeah. different team with the coaches and everything. You have Salah running the stairs at MetLife Stadium before the game. Come on, man! Mm-hmm. Come on! Yeah, and but yeah, um, and, and that, that's a, that's a, that's a great take there as well because I was you know to me I was watching the offensive line intensely. Because, again, with ATV out, Feeney being in there, I was looking at that right guard situation, and I was saying, what, what, what are we going to make of this? Are these guys going to be able to step up and protect Zach Wilson in this game? And they did. They did a very solid job. And not only did they protect Zach well, but they were also able to open up holes for our running game. Yep. And that's when I was yep. like, whoa. When you, you know what I'm saying? When you saw these guys getting holes, and we, listen, last year that was not happening. Guys were running into straight brick walls, okay? Go back and watch the games last year. It was terrible. It was completely terrible. It was so bad watching that offensive performance last year. Now you come into this year, and you're seeing guys open holes. You're seeing a scheme that is fit to make sure that a running back or a quarterback succeeds. And I think it's just wonderful. And one of the things that you talked about as well was Sulla. You, you talked about Seller running the stairs. You talked about how, you know, how, how motivating next I mean, players and stuff like that. Yes, oh, my God. Can you please do? Give me your thoughts on Seller being the head coach here, bro. When did Gaze ever do that? Gaze was yeah. busy on the bench looking at his playbook. Come on, man. Yeah. And the other thing is we, yeah. didn't, we didn't even see Tevin Coleman yesterday. Because yep. he he, yep. Tevin Coleman was out for personal reasons, he said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he was. It's crazy. You know, so, I, and like like you said as well, dude, it's crazy to see Sulla be able to connect with players like that. And that's going to do nothing but bode well for the players that are here because, of course, they're going to scrap, they're going to fight, they're going to, they're going to go, try to run through a wall for them, but it's also going to attract other guys to come here as well. You know, you keep a coach like that here being able to fight, we win, he's going to start getting other players that want to come and be part of the Jets. We're going to become a free agent destination soon. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, so we, that, already, that, we, already, we already complete. We don't need anybody else. We're winning the Super Bowl this year. I told you, man. How many, I told you I wasn't going to call you. I told you I wasn't going to call you until we were 4-0, but I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. But if you're not convinced now, I'll call you again when we're there, when they're 4-0. Maybe you'll be con- maybe you'll be convinced when they're in the AFC Championship game. That's when you'll be convinced. Uh, it, then. Yes. Listen, I spent the house. Listen, man. Joey. Spent the house. Listen, Joey. <laughs> what you know, more what do, do you, you want from me? I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what you want from me. Look, I love the Jets. I love the Jets as much as you do, but I'm going to wait a second before I'm talking about us winning the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? But my final question before I let you go, because the lines are extremely hot. Right now, yep. you know, for you, 
when you look at the situation, what player do you think is kind of on the cusp of losing a roster spot or possibly getting cut? What is the guy that you're looking at saying, hey, you need to step up your performance before you end up being gone? Um, he almost lost the game for us. Ba- Ballantyne, I think he's out. Mm. Him and okay. and if, if Yeboah doesn't step up, I think he's going to be another one that's going to be out too, which is a shame because mm. I like to – But those are the two. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Look, I respect those takes. Listen, Joey, this is a phenomenal call from you. Let's give you a hand, man. Let's give you a hand. Studio audience, go ahead. Give them a hand, man. Please. <laughs> yeah. Let's show you Listen, Joey, I want to thank you for calling in, man. I got to get back to these lines. You have yourself a good night, my friend. You too, my friend. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Let's go, baby. That's what I'm talking about, man. Joey knows what time it is. We're going to keep on moving. These lines are hot. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. The lines are open. Please like the stream if you're watching. Please subscribe if you have not subscribed yet. Turn on your notifications. Also, share the stream as well. You know, send it to your friends, send it to your family, share it across your social media platform. If you'd like to hit me in the super chat, please do whatever you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to donate through the uh, uh, Cash App, the Cash App's right there on the bottom, you can also donate as well. So we're getting back to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. We are taking all callers. So next guy I'm going to is my guy, Tommy, man. I'm going to my guy, Tommy. Tommy, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in, man. Listen, Jets-Giants preseason game, Jets were able to come away with the win. Not only a win, you know, they looked very solid as well. What were your thoughts about the performance of Zach Wilson in this game? Zach Wilson, man, it was like a dream, Long Beach. It was like a dream. Yeah. This guy, yeah. he came out. I mean, he was known for his pinpoint accuracy. He throws ball bullseyes, bullseyes, and and yep. six. What was it? Six out of nine. Six out of nine mm-hmm. was bullseyes for me compared to what we are used yep. to. You know, I yep. mean, I, I yep. was, it was like a dream because he he didn't get injured. He um, you know, he didn't throw a touchdown, but he 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 had a a point winning drive. You know, the first drive they got they got three out mm-hmm. of it. You know, and. I I was I could not believe my eyes. I cannot believe my eyes on Long Beach. And thank and thank you for the recognition. Salute to you as well. Good to hear your yeah. voice as always. And um, just wait 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 for you to come down to Hermosa Beach. I can buy you a drink, man. <laughs> <laughs> First again, salute to you, and I want to thank you for calling in, man. Listen, I, I you know I was I'm, I was I was I was happy with the performance, like you said as well. Six for nine, efficient. We saw the arm strength. He he made some throws. There was a throw. I forgot who who actually caught the ball right now, but they were coming uh, across the middle. He hit him right in stride, and the guy was able to get down, and they pushed and moved the change, and it was a first down. I mean, he looks good, bro. He really looks good as advertised. And that leads me to my next question for you, because I look at this offensive system, and we saw motions. We saw a lot of things that – you know, dealing with Adam Gaze, we never saw. What are your thoughts about our offensive game plan and how it seems like we're also going to be running the ball quite a bit as well with the usage of our running backs and that that running back uh, that by committee system? You know what? You know what? This is, it was like a I was watching a new team. It was like watching a new yeah. team, and 
Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, pat myself on the back, but I called it first play. When first play, a run, a running yep. play to the left. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Um, Tucker wasn't in true, but they still went left, and they and they still they still were to get a first down in their first play, or nearly so. You know, it was a big mm-hmm. it was a big run, and um, who, who was that? That was Ty Johnson that had the first the first touch, right? Ty yeah, I, I, it might have been. It might have been. It might have been now, Ty Johnson. It was either Ty Johnson or Carter. I think it might have been Carter though. No, nah, no, nah, definitely Ty Johnson. Um, and was it Ty he, Johnson? he was all over. He was, yeah, yeah, he was great. He, I mean, he was fabulous. Mm-hmm. I could not. I mean, they were all. All these running backs were great. You know, and I yeah. just couldn't believe it. And even though, you know, even though um Tucker was out, look, you know, look, look who was um was there for him. Look who was subbing for him. You know, they have they have um. They have this kid, um, what was it, um, the right guard, Feeney, right? Feeney was in. Yeah, Feeney. I believe Feeney he was, was in, or the yeah. left guard, the left guard. He was playing left guard, Feeney. Well, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Feeney, Feeney was, he's, he's an animal. He's an animal. We yeah. seen him at the, uh, you know, at the, um, the Islander game. He was crushing beer cans on his head. I mean, he was a, a freaking animal. He was with all his whole crew. You know, I have my cousin was even there. My cousin was there. He witnessed it himself. That guy was they were crushing cans, beer cans on their head, going crazy. And this guy did his thing. You know, I was I was really I was really impressed, and I was just smiling. Oh, I smiled all last night. You know, it was it was, yeah. it was I everything was going right. Everything was going right for us. And um, yeah. let, let me just backtrack. Let me backtrack a little bit for you here. Um, mm-hmm. PFF. Pro Football Focus um, ratings came in out of all the all the the first first round um or all, all the quarterbacks that went first um in this best and Pesley and we're gonna start with um Trey Lance they gave him a forty eight point eight rating the next mm-hmm. one up guess who Trevor Lawrence fifty eight point yeah. seven after that and same thing for Justin Fields fifty eight point seven and then the next best guy was Mac Jones, seventy nine point five, and the best rating went to our man Zach Wilson, baby, eighty point three, eighty point three. Give me yeah. a jet, give me a jet chant, man. I need it. I need it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, I love you. I love that, that man. Talk. You talking that talk? Listen, I, I, I gotta. This is my final question before I let you go because these lines are hot right now. When you look at this defensive side of the ball, man, when you look at this defensive side of the ball, what player impressed you the most against the Giants? Well, I have I have, I have a few. However, uh, well, look, look um, it was um, with Jonathan Jonathan Marshall. He's the one that that had the safety at the end. The safety. It was, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just loving this whole game, and they crack a, a safety yep. of, of all things. You believe that? I mean, I have a yeah. few. I was, I was, you know, I was, I was, I was content with, um, with Brandon Echoes. He had, he had a monster breakup in that game. A monster. Yeah. A pro, I mean, top, top notch, all pro breakup. However, he needs some discipline, man. He had, I think he had like two penalties. You know, yeah. he, he, yeah. he lacked yeah, a little, did. you know. But yeah, Long Beach, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. just, I just want to just, just point it out there for all of us. This game, we. We, we just barely won because the Giants were moving. They were, they were rolling for that second touchdown. If they would have had 14 points, mm-hmm. two touchdowns, we would not have won. 
you know, and yep. we just barely yep. won it. Listen, you know, we, but it worked out for us. Finally, yeah, listen, listen. You know? I, I, and, and, yeah, and I, and I hear you there, Tommy, you know, but at the end of the day, it's preseason. All it's really about, you know, wins and losses in preseason really don't matter. What it's really about is making sure that your team goes out there and looks efficient and is effective. You want to make sure that when these young players step out there, that you get the best that you can out of them. And I think we came away from this game with that. Regardless of, you know, we did win, but regardless of, even if we had a loss down the stretch, it does not matter. When you look at what we came out there with and some of the questions that we had and we were trying to see, hey, Who's going to be able to step up? Big questions about Zach Wilson. We were looking at our wide receiver core. We were wondering if our defense was as advertised. Can these guys get after it? So all those things, I think we answered a little bit of questions tonight, and we continue to build on that because there's a lot more work to be done, and Sola talked about this. Our, mm-hmm. You know, our offense, Absolutely. it looked good last night, but it's not over. We're going to continue to build on that. We're going to continue to build on Zach Wilson. We're going to continue to build on the relationship between him and some of these wide receivers. So, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. But listen, Tommy, I got to get to the rest of these lines. I want to thank right, you for look, calling in tonight, my friend. Absolutely. Right. You, you know, go hey, ahead listen, and have yourself a good one, my friend. You, you too. Go you ahead. know your ratings are always up. Your, your ratings are always up when I call in. You got that. Thank you. <laughs> you Absolutely. Take care, you have a good one, Tommy. Have a good yeah, one. you too. Listen, God Tommy, God bless. Tommy calling in with straight fire, okay? He's got a lot of fire, man. I respect <laughs> I respect him. He's talking that talk. So we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. We are talking Jets. We're talking Jets Giants preseason game. Please give the stream a thumbs up if you haven't. Also share it. If you liked it, the cash app, please do. If you liked it, the super chat, please do. It's always greatly appreciated. And always, uh, and also subscribe if you have not subscribed already. So we're going to get back to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. Next, we're going to 732. 732, we're coming directly to you. Salutes to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Jets, Giants, a lot of great things we saw out of the Jets. I want to start with the offense, though, with you, man. What are your thoughts about what Zach Wilson was able to do out there? Hey, Joe. Um, I was actually very uh... – very pleasant to see how Zach played yesterday. He looked calm the entire time, which was nice to see. I mean, obviously, he hasn't faced a ton of pressure in his college uh, you know, division when he played at BYU. But it was good to see, even with some minimal pass rush, you know, the O-line really kept it together. But, you know, when there was some edge pressure, he still uh, stood in there. He converted on third downs. We moved the chains. And then you could tell that he was feeding off the running game. So I think that's – obviously, this is a very manila offense in the preseason. But you yeah. can see maybe like a little – like small sample of what they might try to do and really expand on it when the season starts. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said as well, you brought up some great points. This is vanilla because it is preseason. They're not going to throw everything in the kitchen sink at you. But what mm-hmm. we saw out there was, a, was a, it seems like the Jets are going to have an identity running the football. And the great thing that you can give a young quarterback, especially a rookie quarterback, one of the best things you can give him is a solid running game a running game that he can lean on a little bit when things get tough because you can open up a lot of things off that running game, like play action and all the other things that can happen, right? Bootlegs and all kind of crazy things. Because Zach can move a little bit. I'm not saying he's, you know, Lamar Jackson, but he can, you know, he can take off if need be if the, if the play is designed for that. But I want to talk to you about the running game because like you were bringing up, we saw last night, bro, Ty Johnson, Carter, 
you know, <laughs> I mean, P. Ryan, they were impressive backs. What were your thought about this? What were your thoughts about this running back by committee system, man? Like, how do you feel about that situation? Well, it was refreshing to see because every single running back we had last year did up the gut for negative one yards with Frank Gore 30 times a game. So it was a lot more refreshing to see. <laughs> so it was, it was refreshing to oh. say the least. <laughs> Man, no, oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> There were two so words that we were. Yeah, there's so two words everyone was. Go ahead. Yeah, so like there are two words everyone was screaming at Adam Gase. A lot of them, but PG rated run left. They didn't do it at all last year, and you saw what it, running <laughs> left is last night. Look what it happens when you yeah. run left. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it to me it was so mind boggling. This is what we talked about earlier as well. We saw, you know, Ty Johnson, P. Ryan, these guys were there last season, and everybody was saying, hey, we might have something these young guys. And like you said, they were shoved behind Frank Gore. Now you get them with the offensive coordinator that understands how to utilize skill sets, and you see that these guys can come out and be impressive. Everybody was impressed by Ty Johnson and the way that he ran last yeah. night. Everybody was impressed by Michael Carter and, you know, him, his usage. Everybody was impressed by P. Ryan, again, a guy that was here last year, you know, P. Ryan was given the football, and he was able to go out there and shine. And that's the that's the big deal. When you have an offensive mind that's actually able to utilize people's talents effectively, this is what you get. You get guys that can go out there and make plays. So I, I really like what we yeah. had in the running game. But you brought up something as well, man, the offensive line and their performance. Were you shocked that they were so physical and they were able to open holes even without – ATV with a guy like Feeney filling in. How did you feel about the O-line's performance? Well, the thing is, and I think we saw it from a few players last year, like, so the 2020 draft, they're entering their second season. We Obviously, we have a rookie class and even some random lingering players from before that. I don't think the team was as bad roster-wise as we think. They were just so undercoached and didn't play to their skill sets. They were being forced to the system on both sides of the ball that didn't cater anyone's skill sets. So I think that alone, yeah. like some of the guys that we thought weren't anything last year, are really actually decent players in reality. They just were not in the right situations. But anyway, I mean, like I think, I think McGovern's gonna have a bounce back year. He he even gave an interview at training camp a week or two ago saying, "This is why I was brought here from Denver. This is the scheme I ran, and I'm really good at it." They say Van Roten was one of the highest rated guards on. He, Van Roten was like the highest rated guard on both sides of the ball last night, which is good to see. Like. But you know what's good? I mean, if, if we're saying Greg Van Roden is maybe the weakest guy on this offensive line, that's a good thing. I mean, look what we were two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Now, when you look at this tight end position, for me, there's a lot of question marks, right? We saw Croft and Griffin out there with the first team. Those guys look solid. What do you make of this tight end position at this point? I mean, even Yaboa had a bonehead play. He had a bad fumble. Yeah, but – you look at this situation, what do you make of this, man? Who do you think is kind of ahead in this tight end uh, scrum as of now? It's really tough to say, but it's probably going to be Herndon, but that's not saying anything. And, you know, I, I think we all know what Chris Herndon has been at to this point, so I won't get into that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's very obvious tight end is going to be one of our top first four picks in the draft next year. It has to be because, like, they're the worst position on offense. It's probably the second-worst position on the team. Maybe corner, but 
quarters that really didn't look bad last night at all. Like they actually played pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the pass rush, you know, pass rush helped the corners out. Uh, so they weren't coming yep. for 10 seconds at a time. But at, uh, anyway, I think tight end and corner are in like maybe the first two picks of uh, the draft next year. And then we'll maybe draft a linebacker and maybe like another permanent guard to put at right guard, uh, you know, for in the position too. But no, I, I think they're, yep. I really think this team can be a lot better than people think. I mean, the national media hates us. Like Justin Fields, you know, played very well yesterday, Dude. mostly against the third yeah, team. Yeah, okay, talk about but it. What, I this is I, I just can't stand the the, the media's hate for the Jets, man. Like Zach Wilson was hyped once the Jets were locked in to get him. Oh, and then they make all these excuses up. But anyway, Zach Wilson played you know very efficient and mostly against the second team. Yes, but there were some first uh, first team guys on the Giants defense when he played, like only a couple of them. But anyway. Yeah, Justin Fields had, you know, a couple fumbles, all this other stuff, but everyone's like, oh, Fields lit it up. I'm like, well, Fields played the third and even even fourth team guys in the second half, so <laughs> that's when he mm-hmm. came back. Yeah. You know, and, it, and it's crazy that you bring this up, and I was going to talk to you about this as well. Like you said, the hatred that the mainstream media just absolutely has for New York Jets, it's outrageous. It's, I mean, I mean and, did and you I, see and I what ESPN said? Oh, dude, I, I, well, I, I, I'm sure maybe they said something new, but I remember, uh, what is it? I think it was Sean King was just basically, he just ripped Zach Wilson, what, a, a couple hours ago, maybe a day ago, where he was just talking about how, hey, this kid is going to be, he, he's not going to be the player that the Jets need him to be, that he's going to be a bust, pretty much. <laughs> like, that was yeah. it. And a lot of these outlets, yeah, like but, uh, said as well, were the same outlets that were telling us that Zach Wilson, you know, was one of the better quarterbacks in this draft, that he was the guy. There was some guy saying that he was better than uh, – that he was better than Trevor. Trevor Lawrence, yeah. He was going to be, yeah, be a guy that was going to step up. Chris, it's like, come on. Yeah. What? That was Chris Sims that said that from CBS. Yeah, Chris mm-hmm. Sims. Boy, you know, he's, he's pretty smart. And if you look at it, Chris Sims has nailed almost in order the best quarterbacks from each draft and how they've been to this point from 2017 to now. If you look at it, he called Mahomes yeah. over Watson and Trubisky in 17. He said Allen over oh, – or he, I think he said Allen or Lamar Jackson over everyone else in 18. You know, 19 yeah. uh, quarterback draft I think is horrible looking at it now. It's really just Kyler Murray. Um, last year, you know, we'll see, and this year we'll see. But, no, I, I think he's, he's nailed it. Yeah. So, so when, just going to the defensive side of the ball to you really quickly because you're bringing the fire right now. When you look at our defense and you watched last night, was there any guys that really kind of stood out to you or kind of shocked you that they were out there making plays? Like, I know for, for a couple people, you know, Hamlet Carr, Rasheed Jr. was a guy that stepped up. He made some plays. Cashman was out there flying around. Hopefully he's healthy this year. There were some guys that really yep. kind of, you know, popped off the screen. Marshall was able to get a play as well. What is the guy that you saw last night where you were like, whoa, okay, this guy might actually make some impact on defense as well that maybe people weren't talking about as much coming into this uh, to this preseason? Well, it was good to see. We saw glimpses last year, but Bryce Huff, this is not like, you know, a secret. Yeah. I think a lot of people saw how well yeah. Bryce Hall played last night, uh, but just an obvious one off the bat. And then a couple other people, um, I don't think – you know, Bryce Hall or Bless Austin did a bad job last night. Like, I think they're, you know, fine for the most part. I don't know. Sometimes Bless Austin's too far from the player. I think he should press the wide receivers sometimes a little more. He gives him, like, you remember last year, uh, Greg Williams would make uh, Bless Austin go 20 yards off the receiver. I'm like, all right, you're giving him 20 yards for free. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Bless Austin was trying to cover trying to cover him from the parking lot last year. I remember that. I remember oh, that. The guy was in the stadium. He in the parking lot trying to cover the guy. I don't know what the hell was going on, but go ahead. Yeah, but, but uh, I'm going to say, like, on the opposite end, one player that I think is already going to be a bust 
that is a recent player that I did not see anything. He had a lot of reps. Jabari Zuniga is going to get cut. He he is nothing. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's a that's he, I know, think that's a strikeout. Go ahead. I think it's true because like think in your head, everyone ahead of him. He I don't think he has a spot. We're not going to keep. 10, 11 defensive line. I think we're going to keep maybe nine, nine at max ten, uh, including ends mm-hmm. and tackles. But I don't, I don't see how he makes the team. He's just not there. I don't know. Dude, I, I'll tell you what. It, it's a battle. Like, I mean, I, I don't know if he gets cut. We'll see as we continue going forward. There's some time. I know there's some cuts on the 17th. I think they have to get down from 90 to 85, and I think uh, the next cut after that is from 80 to 53. But we'll see because, like you said, there's competition at that position. We've got a lot of guys on this front. we got guys that we're putting on. I mean, we talked about Du before earlier who, who had a little bit of an injury. Hopefully he's going to be able to come back sooner and they're trying to figure out what's going on with him. But he made some plays last night. Like you said, Huff made plays. Marshall made plays. John Franklin Myers is out there. Of yep. course, we got Lawson and all these other guys. And, dude, we haven't even gotten Quentin Williams back yet. It's gonna be so. It's gonna be. It's gonna be scary, man. It's gonna be scary. But uh, Joe, I'm gonna let you go. But I, I, I'll I'll let you go in one second, Joe. But I gotta bring up one thing. How do you think uh, our friend Mr. Adams in Seattle is doing with his hold in, whatever the hell he's doing in camp right now? Like just sitting there, not practicing, but he's showing up. Oh my god, it's so funny. (laughs) What's a hold in? Like why is he even there? I don't even know how they haven't kicked Uh, him out. It's like you're here, but you're sitting on your butt. Uh, listen, I warned everybody about that guy. I did, but now he's here. Seattle. We go. He's yeah. Seattle problem. Y'all have a good one. Y'all have a good one with that. All right. But salute oh, to you. I want to thank God. you for calling in, my friend. You go ahead and have yourself Thanks, a good Joe. night. All right. Thanks, Joe. I love you guys. All right, you have a good one, bro. <laughs> listen, we're talking fire. You know, people want to talk to me about Jamal Adams. Y'all yeah, respect it. I told, I told y'all. I told y'all. That's all. That's all I say when people ask me about Jamal Adams. I just say, hey, listen, I respect everybody. I told y'all. And now look, look what's happening out there. You know. But getting back to these New York Jets, and it was great that uh, the last caller, some of the things that he brought up. There's going to be a lot of battle. I, I really want to see what happens at the defensive line. How many we're actually going to keep? Because let me tell you something. It's going to be a battle there. It's going to be a battle. We have so many guys, and we're talking about, again, Zuniga's a guy that, that's in there. Hopefully we see a little bit more out of him coming soon. Then you got a guy like Bryce Huff. You got Duma Four. You got Marshall, who made a play as well, who actually got himself a safety, and I'm going to talk about that in a second, because our special teams really set up that safety. You know, Braden Mann really showed up and showed out last night. But there's so many guys up front. John Franklin Myers, you know, we got Lawson. We got Rankins, who really had a solid game as well. He was pushing guys around up front. He was part of the disruption. We got so many guys up front that can get after it. And, again, we're still waiting for the, for the addition of Quinnen Williams. Like, man, let me tell you something. This Jets front is going to be beastly, dude. It is going to be completely beasty. These guys are going to get after it, man. And we saw the disruption, the, the issues that they're going to cause up front, how the, the Giants had so much trouble blocking guys. man. And this is just a vanilla defense. We haven't even really sunk our teeth in. This is our first preseason game, and you're seeing all the disruption and issues that they can cause, man. We're seeing it. We're completely seeing it. 
Oh, man, it is crazy. Again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. I'm taking all callers. Listen, this defensive line is going to be something else. And this is something I think we're going to continue to talk about all throughout the offseason, all, through, all throughout the season, because I think the defense is something that we're really going to be able to hang our hat on. I mean, you look at what C.J. Mosley even said. A lot of people are sleeping on this defense, and uh, you're going to get woken up. I'm telling you, you really will. And that's why I was so excited about C.J. Mosley coming into this season, because I know the type of talent that he has. I understand, again, people immediately saying, hey, two, two games, two years, so on and so forth, but – you watched him out there last night. This guy is flying around. This is C.J. Mosley, a guy that has it together. He's a guy that is super laser-focused coming into this season. He heard all of you. He heard all of the nonsense. He heard all of the knocks against him. He heard how a lot of people don't believe in him. He heard a lot of people saying that he did not deserve the type of cash that he got. And guess what he's done? He's put all that to work. That's all that he did. You saw him lose a lot of weight. He's in one of the thinnest uh, places he's ever been in his entire career just to fit the scheme so that he could fly around out there. And we saw him be fast and physical, fast and physical. And there's other guys as well at that linebacker position, like I talked about as well. Rasheed Jr., Hamlicard Rasheed Jr., this is a guy that's from Oregon, a backer. He came out and he made a lot of plays as well last night, man. He was flying around out there doing his thing. I think he had a sack and a half, I want to say. He's out there putting things together as well, man. He's out there putting things together as well. He's a guy that can end up playing his way into a roster spot too. And that was a guy that we really didn't talk about too much coming into this uh, offseason. Duma 4, again, as well, is a guy that really played solid up front. It's all of, not always just about the starters either. It's always about the rotation as well. Because you can't have guys out there 99% of the time. They're going to have to come out at some point. So our depth is going to be solid, too. Because, yeah, Lawson may not play every play, but then you could bring in John Franklin Meyer. Then you can bring in Huff. You can bring in all these other guys that we have. You can move rankings around. We're still talking about uh, Fadu Kasi. We still got him. Like, there's so many different guys that we can put in so many different positions to continue to make plays on the defense. It's absolutely crazy. And one question, and the last caller brought it up, too, I'm wondering about the corner position. Bless Austin, Bryce Hall, they didn't play terribly. They did not. They didn't play bad. They had some solid spots. Like you said as well, I wish, you know, that that Bless Austin would, uh, you know, kind of play up a little bit closer on the wide receiver. You don't need to be in the stands. <laughs> you know, play up a little bit closer, you know, kind of kind of push up on a guy, try to stop him at the line. But they played solidly. I thought Hall had some solid plays as well. Gundry was another guy that made some plays last night, too. He really, really did. So this cornerback situation is really starting to ramp up. We're starting to see more out of these corners. But one of the big things that's absolutely going to help our corners and affect, you know, how they're doing things in coverage is the, the, the uh, success of our pass rush, how our pass rush can get after guys. Because let me tell you something. If you got a guy that's, you know, you, you got a defense that's only giving you a second and a half, maybe two seconds at the most, to throw a football, it's going to be a long day for you. You're either going to make mistakes or you're just not going to go anywhere because you're going to get sacked constantly. And that's the type of pressure that we're bringing. So our pressure up front absolutely benefits our, the back end of our defense. It really, really does. So we're going to see how that, you know, cornerback situation continues to pan out. Again, I think Bless Austin Hall, Gundry is the guy that's going to be out there. Michael Carter is another guy I think that's going to be in the fight there at that, uh, at that cornerback position. We're going to see what happens with him there. 
You know, there's a lot of names that we could talk about at that cornerback center. Pinnock, Lamar Jackson, we saw him out there as well. Uh, there were some flags he got, you know, and that was another thing. When we were going back and forth during that live stream, listen, these referees, there were some phantom calls. There were some calls that I did not like, and everyone knows I'll be going off on the referees at times, all right? But, you know, there were some flags that our corners did get, and hopefully, you know, going forward we clean some of those things up. But, you know, Lamar Jackson had some plays where he gave up a little bit. We'll see him continue to get his feet underneath him in his defense. Uh, so hopefully he's going to be able to step up. But Eccles is a guy that I thought played decently as well. But, again, those flags, he had some flags. There's some things going on there they got to clean up. And, again, Ballantyne is a guy that I, I like, but he's got to really get it together. He's really got to put his head on a swivel. He's got to get better in coverage. Another position I think we need to talk about, you know, is our safety position. Let me tell you something. Marcus May was out there too. Look decent. You know, Marcus May is who Marcus May is. I think as we continue forward, particularly going into this season, I'm telling you, Marcus May is going to be utilized like crazy in this offense. He's so versatile. He can do so many different things. You know what I'm saying? His skill set is so vast. He's a guy that you can bring up to the line because he can attack you, and he can also help in run support as well. He's a guy that when he comes down there, I'm telling you, he's strong. He'll bring the wood. He'll bring the lumber for you. But he's also a guy that's extremely solid in coverage as well. And that was one of the things that we were talking about a long time ago, and I brought this up. Uh, you look at this situation. One of the reasons why Jamal Adams was so successful here doing some of the things that he was doing was because you had Marcus May that was able to take away some of the responsibilities that would have been on Jamal Adams. He's able to take some of those away because he's so good, because he's so good in coverage, because he's so versatile. And we'll see that this year. I think Sella is definitely going to put him in a lot of positions. And Joyner is a guy that we've seen really fly around constantly, fly around all over the place. And I think we'll continue to see that. So let me tell you something. This Jets team is something to be excited about. Really, really is. Even when you look at the Jets special teams, Braden Mann, we talked about him coming into uh, this, this preseason as well. This was a guy that we looked at and we said, hey, he can affect the game. He really, really can. Uh, you look at the situation, him having a solid leg, him continuing to be a solid punter in this league does nothing but bode well for our defense. If he can pin guys back, right, within their five or pin them in their ten, it's going to be a long day. And that's what we saw yesterday. That's what we saw. That sack that Marshall got was set up by solid punting, you know. Braden Mann was able to kick a, kick a ball, and it was, they, he pinned the Giants, I think, on their one maybe a little less than that one. So we'll see things, man. We'll see things as we continue to move forward with the Jets in their preseason. It's been very, very inspiring so far. This team is just continuing to build. There's a lot of things to go on out there, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot of things to go on out there. And, we, again, we're still waiting for some players to come back. We're still waiting on ATV. We're still waiting on Quinn and Williams. We're still, you know, waiting to see those guys be added back to the roster they're coming back from their injuries. Also, Elijah Moore, too. We're waiting to see him come back from his injury whenever he heals up. So we still got some players that we got to get back into the tuck, that we got to, you know, see what, what they can bring to the, to the table when they get in there. But I'm telling you, the, the coaching here, all the, the things that we saw in that preseason game, the positivity that this fan base is feeling right now, you know, it's going to be crazy. So I'm going to go to the chat really quickly to my savages, you know what I'm saying, Everyone knows, you know, I call my savages, I call my chat the savages. Why? Because they're savage, man. Straight savage. 
they are straight savage, man. They don't care. You know what I'm saying? If, if you got a take that they don't like, they're going to let you know about it. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't matter who you are. Nobody is safe. Nobody. So I'm going to Squeamish Shalusa, Squeamish YouTube there. He says, if the Jets center doesn't improve this year, do you think the Jets will look to draft a center in 2022? You know, I look at the situation, um, and that's something that the last caller brought up as well. McGovern is there. Yeah, if the Jets center kind of falters, we have the capital, right? We still got, what, two first-rounders coming in to next year as well. Um, and we got some change as well. I know we might have a little bit more as far as mid-round picks. Yeah, I think we'll definitely attack the center position. If, if the center, you know, falters there, if we continue to see – um, McGovern not have the type of season that we all hoped that he would, absolutely I think the Jets will address the center. Because we've seen, uh, you know, our, our general manager, Joe Douglas, we've seen he prioritizes the offensive line. We've seen it. He went and got, you know, Makai Becton. Then he went and got uh, Vera Tucker. You know, nobody really thought that we were going to trade up, but he made the move to trade up, gave away, you know, a little capital to make sure that he can get up and get the guy that he felt like was the best guard in the draft. You know what I'm saying? So we, we've seen him prioritize protecting his young quarterback. And, again, Zach Wilson is his guy. This is a guy that he drafted. He's going to do everything he can possible to make sure that Zach Wilson is going to be comfortable in that pocket. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. The lines are open. Well, listen. If the offensive line, if there's issues up front, I absolutely expect to see Joe Douglas address this offensive line, if there's any issues. But, again, we're so early. We're seeing right now that the offensive line looks really good, like we were talking about earlier. We're seeing them go out there without ATV. There was question marks. Could Feeney be the guy that's going to step up and really do what he needs to do? Is this offensive line going to be able to protect Zach Wilson? And they did. They truly did last night. And not only did they – protect Zach Wilson effectively, they also opened up holes in the running game. So let me tell you something. There's a lot of questions about Van Roten too, but they look decent out there as a unit. And we're still waiting for ATV to come back. You know, this scheme is still still being installed. There's still a lot of things to come. So let me tell you something, man. Things are really looking up for the Jets right now. I was really, really impressed with what we did out there offensively, particularly defensively too defensively there were a lot of things going on as well. So, again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Call in. We're taking all callers. i got to get back to these lines. I've been talking, man. I've been talking, and I'm fired up. <laughs> fired up about these Jets, bro. So, let me go ahead and get to these lines. I think this is my guy. I think this is my is this is this my guy, man? Is this my guy, Monty? I think it's Monty. Monty. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen, what's, you're not what's getting up, past man? my security this time. Here we go. <laughs> no, nah, you're not getting past my security. I heard you this time. The sirens went off. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The sirens went off. You're not sliding past my security this time. We saw you. You we got saw me. You, all you right. got me. So, you got listen, me. You got wanna, me. It's about time you tightened up, you. man. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I had to pay my security a little bit extra. I was, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of, you know, trying to, trying to be a cheapskate <laughs> there. But you kept sliding through. You're crawling through windows. You're, you know, you're coming through all, all these doggy doors. I can't have that, all right? Yes, I sir. need my spot to be secure, okay? So, salute to you, Monty. Yes, thank yes, you sir. for calling in tonight. Listen. 
Jets Giants preseason game. Give me your thoughts on what you saw out there from this Jets defense. How did you feel about the way that we looked? Our first team guy, C.J. Mosley. Uh, I you know I, I I loved everything that I saw. It was a very um, it, 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 the the game kind of gave me hope as a Jets fan. Um, I, mm-hmm. I I can't lie. Like uh, just thinking about the season, that this is probably the down I've been about the season the past two years I would say. Um, but the preseason game was, was amazing. I saw flashes of, of actual NFL talent defensively. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I haven't seen, I haven't seen that in, the, in a couple years. Uh, but I, I still think this team has a long way to go, Joe. Like I, I, okay. I mean, I, I love the feel good, you know, the feel good game, mm-hmm. but you know, when I'm looking, when I'm looking around the league and that's what I'm basing off of, Joe, I'm, I'm a fan of the Jets. But also, I'm a yeah. fan of, of football, man. I know what good football Absolutely. looks like. And the Jets have a very, very long way to go. And I don't think we're mm-hmm. going to – I still don't think we're going to win many games. But what I want to see is, you know, positive developments. I want to see some guys, you know, uh, Joe Douglas mm-hmm. bring some, some guys in and draft them and just have these young rookies just progress. And I, I saw a lot of that, uh, you know, uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Monty, I mean, you're talking that talk right now, and that's something that – and, and I tell people this all the time, and I understand some Jets fans talk about – you know, we, we just had a guy, I think Joey, calling earlier talking about the Jets winning the Super Bowl this year. I've had discussions mm-hmm. with Jets oh, no. fans. That oh, told no, me I was crazy. absolutely not. Uh, look, well, well, well look, you know, that's his take, and I respect and I love, you know, going back and forth with Joey. I, you know, but I understand the take. I understand the enthusiasm. Yeah. I've had discussions with yeah. a lot of Jets fans that feel like, you know, it, it, it's playoffs for the bus this year and all those things. And I think we're, we still need to understand that we're still within the rebuilding process. We are. You know, you have to look back at what was done for to sure. it. It was crazy that you, sure. you were talking about this, the bad coaching, but also the horrific roster management that was going mm-hmm. on before Joe Douglas got here. Look at all the years, all the bad drafts that Mike McCagnan had, all the money that yeah. he wasted in the offseason, all, yeah. that, all that stuff, right? We're just trying to come from up under that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think, it's yes, it's still going to be a process. Yes, we're still putting things together. Yes, there's still some pieces, you know, that, that need to be added. But we're, we're, we're moving forward. We're definitely take, making our yeah. way. And especially, definitely. like you said definitely. as well, yeah, when you, when you look at what, you're, what we saw against the Giants, this defense, this defense looks like it's going to be really good because guys are flying around out there. And that was one of, the, one of the questions that I wanted to ask you as well when we talked about this defense. For me, like you said as well, you're a fan of football the same way that I am. I love yes. the New York Jets, uh-huh. but I'm a big fan of football as well. And one of the mm-hmm. things that we craved, right, for years, one of the things that we craved that mm-hmm. we saw around the league was the ability to rush the passer and not spend – everybody in the kitchen sink, not have to send a blitz, the ability to have guys up front right. that can get after it. And we saw that because we now we have Huff, we have Lawson, we have John Franklin Myers. And I just want to get your thought on how the pass rush, being able to just have a front that can maul people, how that's going to affect a lot of teams that are going to be playing against the New York Jets going forward. So that's going to be big because in, Rob, uh, in um, Salah's defense, uh, he's. I don't think he's a, a big pressure guy as far as you know bringing uh, additional blitzes. I think he uh, mm-hmm. with San Francisco they were they had the luxury of having so many good defensive linemen that they really did yeah. not have to uh, blitz their linebackers as much. So when you're able to get a a, a good um, four man rush, it uh, it opens up a lot of things for the defense, especially the secondary because 
our secondary isn't that isn't that good. We have Les Austin, no. uh, who you know he's he's. I think he can't become a a solid guy, but you know the, I think the defensive line can definitely help out the uh, the the cornerbacks and safe and and even the linebackers because uh, the longer the quarterback has to um, if the longer the quarterback can hold on to the ball, the worse it's going to be for the cornerback. So we can just get that pressure, get the ball out of the quarterback's hands as quickly as possible. Sack the uh, mm-hmm. sack the QB. I think we'll be I think we'll be be solid on defense. I mm-hmm. think we'll be I think we will be real 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 solid on defense. There's a lot of guys on yeah. that defensive line that we can rotate and bring in. I you know that's one that's that's one bright bright point on uh, on the on the just defense is, is their defensive line. I'm not a huge fan of their yeah. linebackers and secondary, yeah. but the D line is definitely something that I that I'm looking at and, and that's the only that's the only thing on on as a unit on the Jets that I, I see that they can compete with anybody, you know, uh in the league. Not the uh, obviously not the uh, upper echelon teams, but I think they're pretty I pretty I think they're pretty solid at uh the defensive line position. Yeah. Now 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 you just you said a little you, just a, a second ago you were saying you weren't a big fan of their linebacker situation. So were you not impressed by CJ Mosley? Cuz I thought he came out like a man on fire in this preseason game. Yeah, yeah, I think CJ Mosley is solid, you know, but it, okay. you have to look at what we're going against as well. You know, we're not we weren't going against Danny Dimes, we weren't going against Saquon. We I mean, we it was it's just a bland game plan by the uh by the Giants. So you know, but I but I I, I did like what I saw from uh, C J Mosley. I can't lie, I did like. I, and I've okay. always been a fan of uh, C J Mosley. Even uh, in, even in the Alabama days, I was a fan of C J Mosley. I think he's a he's a really good player. He he prepares well. Anybody that prepares well like C J Mosley, man, uh, you're gonna you're gonna play fast. You know, as long as he's healthy, I think I think uh, I think he'll have a phenomenal season. Yeah, yeah. But these guys so got they, to, they just have to they have to play fast, Joe. They have to really, really mm-hmm. play yeah. fast in order to be yeah, able. It's going to be a strong suit because the offense is going to struggle. I, it, uh, I believe. I, I saw a lot of good okay. things from Zach. Witt. Man, did you see? Did, did you see the way the ball was just getting out of his hand? Like, yeah, Bruh, I was. Of, I was going to talk to you about him. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I wasn't. I, I'm going to be honest. I, I wasn't a fan of him at all. Because I felt like he was just a little, he was he was just a little, he's a he's a smaller guy. Like you know, he played at yeah. BYU, and I, 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 it's just like I didn't I didn't know like how it would really translate, especially in this Jets in this Jets offense. I just didn't really know how he would really translate. But you know, watching him play, like the ball just jumps out of his hand, and I it, it kind of. And I hate to even make this comparison, but it reminds me of Aaron Rodgers a little bit. The way the ball just comes out. I'm not trying to compare him, but the way the ball mm-hmm. just comes out, it, it, he he looks very very impressive, like arm talent wise. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I never thought that you know that game one that I would just I would just see it off 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 rip. So that's that's mm-hmm. definitely a, a bright spot. If he can get it together, uh, you know between the ears. And also, if we're able to protect them, and also, yeah. I think if we get some, if if, if uh, Denzel Mims is, is able to progress as a receiver and, and really turn into a number one, because Corey Davis is what he is. I mean, I don't think he's a number one. I think he's like a number two guy, number three guy. I don't think he's gonna mm. really cause any 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 problems or anything like that for anybody. But Denzel Mims is the player that the Jets need to really, 
you know, solidify the receiving group. If he has a big year and turns into the players, I, you know, he, he showed flashes last year, but, we, you know, Sam wasn't really able to connect with him. If he just takes that next leap and turns into a superstar talent, I think the Jets will be okay. You know, they're doing, you know, they're building the lineup, and I really, I really like, like what they're doing on, on the offensive line. But it all comes down to can they develop these guys? And the one thing mm. that I that I thought that Joe Douglas did a terrible job of, of is, is just bringing in enough veteran talent to be able to show the rookies and show the first and second year guys of how to prepare and how to how to how to compete at the highest level. And I think Joe just really I, – I think he didn't bring in enough veterans. You, I mean, you even see it in the, at the quarterback position with Zach, uh, Zach Wilson. I mean, we, we should have brought in a, a veteran guy the same way we did with Sam Darnold, you know, did, uh, a guy yeah, to yeah, show you how to prepare. Josh we got Josh Johnson. <laughs> no. All right. See, no. That, that no, was no, a, that no, was a, no, that no, was a setup. No, that was a setup. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't like talking about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they 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 just really just you know they just I don't I don't get what they're what they're doing with the with that just just not bringing in you know, enough talent to just have these guys learn how to be professionals. And and when you're a successful franchise, that's what that's what they do. Bring in guys who can compete and raise the level of intensity, raise the level of competition. And and until the Jets are able to do that, they just have to rely on, you know, the guys the guys progressing. Yeah. Yeah. So my final question for you, Monty, and you, you bring What's the up? heat as usual, man. When you look at this situation Right, and you looking at the roster uh-huh. currently, who's the guy yes. that you're looking at that's saying to yourself, "Listen, you need to step up, my man, or you're gonna be out of here." Like you, you on your last leg. This is a, you in a tight position battle. You know, you're not looking like you're ahead of anything right now. I understand it's the first preseason game, but it's like, bruh, all off season I've been worrying about you. Now you come into this game, I'm still worried about you. What is the guy that you're saying to yourself? Listen, this next preseason game, you need to have some impact or. You, you you know that man Joe like, your we can't we 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 can't we can't afford to get rid of anybody. I can I can you, I can say that about we can't we can't afford to get rid of anybody. Who are we gonna replace? We these gotta guys get rid of with? somebody. We gotta get rid of somebody. No, There's no, we can't we can't afford to give we anybody that's starting okay, for, for us right now. We cannot afford to get rid of. Like we can't. Well, it don't we have can't. to be a guy that's starting. It don't have to be a, okay. For instance, like look at the tight end position. You looking at that position? There's a lot of guys there, and are we? I mean, Tra- Trevon Westo. We can't afford to get- You know, I, I can, I can, I can see him. You know, possibly, but I, I just don't. I, to be honest, I don't. We, the team is just not, not that good enough to where we can just say, <laughs> "Hey, if you're not performing, <laughs> like you got to go." Like Come we're, on, we're, we're not that deep. What more do you want from me? <laughs> Come on, Monty. I mean, Monty. I can say, I can say, uh, I can say P. Ron. I can say P. Ron. But I mean, uh, we we got to have Of all people, P. Ron. Yeah, of we, all we, people, we need him. You said we should. Get, oh my! You worried about P. Ron? You worried about P. Ron possibly being cut? P. Ron is a guy that I think we're gonna keep. I'm looking. Okay, I'm looking at it like this. 
I look at this tight end position, and this is one of the positions that has one of the biggest question marks on the roster, right? They're probably the worst position on our offense. Our wide receiver position is looking solid. Our quarterback position, again, especially with these backups, like you said, veteran mm-hmm. guys, we all said that. But if you watched last night, bro, Mike White, efficient. He looked good out there. Even Morgan, when he came in, he looked like a guy that knew yeah. that he had, like, like a guy with a fire under his butt. He said, listen, this dude, Mike White, he's just thinking and dunking. Right, being right. I got to come out and push the football downfield, right? So those guys look like they're going to be competitive there. They look like maybe they'll be able to hold the fort if Josh Johnson doesn't take over that position, right? Our running back <laughs> position looks good. Our offensive line position looks good, even without ATB. These tight ends is the biggest question. Cross, Griffin, they're running with the first team. Why does no one want to talk about Chris Herndon anymore? Y'all talk to me about him all offseason, and you don't want to say nothing now? You're smoking no. crap. No. No, yeah. because we need – we can't afford – we cannot afford to get rid of Chris, uh, Chris Herndon. We can't afford it. Uh, I can't say okay. – I can't say, hey, Chris Herndon, if you don't perform, you, you're going to be out of here. We're going to replace him with uh, Ryan Griffin? Really? We, he was playing yeah, last we got, year. We're, we're, we're going to keep him. We're, we're going to cut Chris Herndon and keep him. Oh, we crying for Chris Herndon. Pay attention. We crying for Chris I'm Herndon just, right I'm, now. I, let's, let's, listen, this is how we're just devoid of talent right now, Joe, <laughs> to where we can't afford – we cannot afford to cut players. We can't. We have to develop. We have to develop every single player on the roster. Every player well, needs to be developed. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. We can't we afford to get we down. Can't afford to. We, because, because we got to get Joe, down. Joe, 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 Joe. Go ahead. Listen, 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 listen. Because this is all. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm. I'm a big fan of letting it play out. Letting it play out. You know, mm-hmm. with Joe Douglas. But mm-hmm. I think Joe Douglas is just. He, we had a lot of players on you. I, I don't think you just get rid of players just to get rid of players. And I think mm-hmm. Joe Douglas, just like any other general manager who comes in, they just want to get rid of all the players of the previous regime and they just want to bring in their own players. But the the thing with mm-hmm. Joe Douglas is he was always too a, a second too late in getting rid of players. He always kept on. He held on just a little like a little too long. And then he he'll cut them when whenever we actually needed somebody at the position, and I you know I, I, now we're we're just in the position where we 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 just got to develop the players that we have. We, we can't afford to cut anybody. Okay, all right. Well, that's talent, my piece take, everybody. You know, but in, in in a perfect world, Chris Herndon would be the first mm-hmm. the first one the first one out of there. Like he he would have been cut <laughs> last year. He would have been cut yesterday. Like he would have got the hell on, but we can't afford. We, we oh. can't afford it. Well, look, I'll tell you what. I don't see why we can't afford it if he's not giving us nothing. What has Chris Herndon done? And again, I'm not. I'm just saying these is one of the guys. There's, there's other guys as well where you're wondering, hey, is this guy going to make the roster? It, it, can he stick around? Because again, we got to get down eventually, right? I think we're going from 90 to 85, and then we're going from 80 to 53 in like a, a week or two or something like that, right? Where cuts is coming. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. guys that are on the bubble. Dude, just last week they were talking about Denzel Mills being on the bubble, and I came on here that's and was just, like, "What that's are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, and 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 in the you know off season like they were talking football. about Jamison Crowder being gone. It's like, like what Thank are we doing? You. Like we can't afford to oh, okay. get rid of Jamison Crowder. 
I'm just I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So I'm just wondering, okay, now who is everybody feeling like, hey, you better get it together. But listen, Monty, I got to get back to these lines, bro. It is always okay. good to talk to you. You always come on with a solid take. Go ahead. Yes, yes, yes. Let's listen, go. Monty. You you have yourself a good night. Let right, go. Okay. All right, you take it easy, Joe. <laughs> all right, peace out. Listen, Monty coming on. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. Call in. I want to hear everybody's takes. I want to hear everybody's thoughts. You know, this is where I come and ask the tough questions. I love talking to my Jets fans. I also have people that follow me that are not Jets fans, that are just football fans. I love talking football in general with everybody. So, again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. Call in. The lines are hot. They're wide open. Let's talk about it. You know, salutes to all the savages in, in the chat. I call my chat the savages. Why? Because they're savage. My guy, J.E., going off in the chat. J.E. said, Yaboa is a goner. <laughs> Listen, I love Kenny Yaboa. I was hoping, you know, but that fumble, that was a bonehead play, but we'll see. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. Please give the stream a thumbs up. Please share it. If you'd like to hit the super chat, please do. If you, you know, if you want to hit the cash app, please do. Anything you give is greatly appreciated. And also, please subscribe if you have not subscribed to the channel and turn on your notifications. So we're about to get to these lines, going back to the callers. I think this is my guy, Jacob, man. Jacob knows his Jets. Salutes, Jacob. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. It's always good to speak to you, my friend. Jacob, give me your thoughts, man. A lot of hot takes, a lot of things flying around right now. Who are you looking at right now on offense and saying, this was a guy that I was thoroughly impressed with in this Giants game? Who was a guy on offense that you looked at and was like, wow, you really showed me something? How's it going, Joe? Nice to talk to you again. And I would say probably, of course, everyone wants to go to Zach Wilson because he definitely was impressive. He looked like a mm-hmm. veteran out there slinging it. Uh Quick yeah. release and everything, great arm power. And I would also say I was really impressed with both Denzel Mims and uh, LaMichael P. Ryan. I think those were two mm. guys who were just in the offseason were obviously being talked about a lot as potentially being cut uh, more P. Ryan yep. than Mims about being cut. But I think they both had very, very solid games. And I was also impressed with Mike White. I think he did a good job in that backup role didn't make too many mistakes, and that's really all you want from your backup is just someone who's not going to make too many mistakes and sort of just hold their ground. So I was yeah. pretty impressed with those yeah. three. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it, and, and we're, we're going to – I'm telling you, we're going to go because you know your Jets and you know what you're talking about. Listen, you talk about Mike White. How many times do we have discussions where most Jets fans were saying this backup quarterback situation is ugly? Like, is is ugly. We don't know what's going on here. We need a veteran guy in this locker room. We need to have someone come in. Mike White, not the guy. Morgan, not the guy. And like you said as well, Mike White came out and was extremely efficient. He looked really good out there. And, again, he's a backup. He's playing against backup. But in this – and you know as well uh, that in this league, backup quarterbacks are important because there's going to be times where your starter may go down. And if your starter goes down, you need somebody that's going to be able to step in and hold the fort. You look at the, look at the Patriots. They've been able to do that. When, when Tom Brady missed time, Castle came in, and he was throwing for 300 yards in games back to back to back to back. I think he had a 400-yard game at a point. You look at the Steelers. They've always had a history of having a solid backup quarterback. That's a team that's constantly competing. You look at what the, what the Eagles were able to do. They literally won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback when people thought that it was over. 
You know what I'm saying? They still put it together. Yeah. They changed their offense a little bit. It was able to put backup quarterbacks in this league matter. And if we can have a guy, again, whether it be White or Morgan, or maybe Josh Johnson steps into this as well because we didn't see him, maybe he steps into it and takes it over. But if we can have a competent backup quarterback, a guy that we can trust and depend on, if something were to, you know, if Zach Wilson were to miss a game or two here or there, I think that'll be phenomenal for us and our roster. But another thing that you brought up as well that I really want to key on is the running game because you talked about P. Ryan, and there was a lot of talk about him being gone as well. It's great that you brought that up. There was a lot of Jets fans saying, hey, he's the guy that's the odd man out. He's out of here. We got Carter. He's done. He's said and done. But he showed up and showed out, and he's continued to show up and show out throughout this entire offseason. He's turned a lot of heads. But when you look at this Jets running game right now, you look at some of the plays that were called, it's clear that we're going to be a team that's going to run the ball hard and effectively. What are your thoughts about that type of scheme? Do you think the Jets will benefit from being kind of a run-first kind of football team offensively? Uh, see, I think we'll probably benefit from it, but obviously as fans, it's not nearly as exciting to watch 30 runs a game as it is 45, 50 <laughs> yeah, passes yeah. a game. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I think, I mean, for us, we're at the point in desperation where we just want to do whatever to win, whether it's winning three to nothing games or winning three to 49 games, uh, which obviously yeah. isn't going to happen. But, you know, for us, it's been, it's just been too long since we've won, uh, you know, a decent amount of games. So I think we, at this point, all Jets fans should probably agree that whatever it takes to win, whether it's running the ball 35 times a game or running it eight, nine times a game, we'll settle for it. Yeah, yeah. And, look, I, like I said, I, I watched the Niners for a long time. I'm here on the West Coast. I watched them run themselves into winning games. I don't give – look, I don't give a crap how we do it. I just want us to be successful offensively. And especially with a young quarterback, the best thing you can give him is a solid running game to lean on. So, listen, if you want to run 30 times a game, I have no issues. Let's continue to move the chain to score these touchdowns, dog. Because Seattle for years had a strong running game. We see where that took them. The Steelers for years had a strong running game. We see the Ravens still have an extremely strong running game, and we're seeing them compete yeah. year in and year out because later on in the season, they're just able to get physical and just completely destroy you. You know what I'm saying? So I really like that we're doing that, and it's great that you brought that up too. Now, you're looking at this offensive line, man. Were you shocked that they were able to play so well even without Vera Tucker out there? Um, I mean, we can't say too much about the offensive line yet just because it's a lot of backups out there. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think in week three of the preseason, I'm sure there's going to be a a little bit more playing time for the starters just as it gets closer and closer to the regular season. So I think next week we're going to see maybe a quarter and a half from Zach Wilson and then maybe in week two or week three of the preseason, maybe like two quarters or something like that. And I think that'll go for the rest of the the offense and defense too. So I think as time goes on, we'll really get to see a little bit more from them. Uh, but from what we all saw, I think I was pretty impressed. Um, obviously the expectations for Jets offensive lines have just gone so low that anything above average is just super exciting for us where we can just have an hour long conversation about it. But yeah. I mean, I think they did a pretty good job. Yeah. And then when we get Elisha Bear Tucker back, it should be even better for sure. Yeah. So when you look at this defense, man, we saw it really get up and get after the Giants. What are your thoughts about some of these guys that are coming off the edge this pass rush? What guy on defense, particularly on this defensive front, really impressed you against the Giants? 
Uh, I think the clear choice has to be Bryce Huff because anytime you can get these undrafted players to come in and really make an impact like he has, uh, it's always a great thing. The first time in a good while, for me at least, I think I might actually be a little bit more excited to watch our defense out there than our offense, at least for the first couple weeks, knowing that when they get sacked or when they get interceptions, Robert Sala is going to be running onto the field, you know, high-fiving them, chest-bumping them, whatever it is. It's just such an exciting thing to see as opposed to, you know, obviously I love to take shots at Adam Gase. So when you get sacks or interceptions, which is a rare occurrence last year, having him sit on the bench, eyes still frozen, you know, it's a lot more exciting this year. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, like you said, Huff for me is a guy that, man, this is a guy that really is going to be able to put on this season. And, again, we have so many guys up front, Lawson, Huff, you know, John Franklin Myers, the rotation is looking solid, and we're still waiting for Quentin Williams to come back. We're still waiting yep. for that. He's going to be a welcomed addition. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to it's gonna be so nasty. And, again, there's other guys, too. Duma Four, who showed up last night, he's a guy that looks like he's going to be able to play out. we got to see more out of him. We're also seeing Marshall, a guy that we, we took in the draft. He was able to make a play out there. So it's really, really solid. But I want to talk to you about this linebacker situation as well, too, man, because there's a guy that I've been talking about that a lot of people told me, Joe, you need to shut up, man. Two games, two years. Two games, two years constantly, right? Constantly, people were saying that. What more do you want from me? Yeah, constantly. People were telling me that C.J. Mosley steps out on the field and looks phenomenal, man. He's out there making an impact immediately in the running game. We saw him almost have an interception. What are your thoughts about his impact, and do you think that he'll return to the C.J. Mosley of old, the one that the, the player that a lot of people were hoping that we got when we signed him first? I sure hope he does because the second we signed him, I knew it was going to be, yeah, we overpaid a little bit for him, but I think to get Mm -hmm. that field general of the defense, it's worth paying a good pretty penny for it. And from what we saw from him in that first game, uh, he looked like he could have totally like carried the defense by himself. Like every play you saw him right there in the middle of wherever it was, breaking up the pass, Mm -hmm. stopping the run whatever it was, and I've always loved C.J. Mosley. I thought he's been, in his prime at least when he's healthy, a top, you know, five to seven middle linebacker in football. So if he can get back to that and be like the Fred Warner of the 49ers, I think we're set up for a lot of success on defense because from what we saw in the past and from what we've seen now, um, he seems like he's just as good as he was uh, back in 2019 and even on the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts about Hamza Nezwaldine? Because he looked pretty solid out there as well, moving around. Do you think that this that weak side linebacker position is his? Um, I think it could be his. I think we're obviously going to have a a little bit of competition, maybe him and I'm not sure if Blake Cashman's really going to play weak side or what he's going to do. Um, he's got so it's healthy. probably either going to be him or. Jamie and Sherwood or something like that competing for a weak side. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how they're going to do it, but I think he looks good. Yeah. And it's another one of just, you know, experimenting with all the rookies, just seeing what they can do. It's time to just move different guys around and see what they work well with and what they just aren't so good at. So I think he, yeah. the chances are he probably will end up being the starting weak side. Um, but I think it could switch around. He could play some, uh, you know, some safety, maybe even some nickel corner, whatever. But I think the job should be his for now. 
Yeah, yeah, and, and it's great that you brought up Cashman too because I really liked what I saw out of him as well in that preseason game. But like you said, it, there's going to be competition there. But for me, I look at Cashman and I say, yeah, he made some plays. But you got to stay healthy, dude, because he's been hurt every single season. You know, he's a guy that I'm like, man, come on. Like, if you're really going to have an impact, you've got to stay on the field. You've got to be available. So we'll see what comes out of him this year. But my last question before I let you go, Jacob, and, man, you've been bringing the fire, man. You always have great calls is when you look at this cornerback position, what was your assessment of it when we played that first preseason game? Did you think that Bless Austin, Bryce Hall – Look solid. Are there some guy in the or some guys in the in the slot that you'd like to highlight? What were your thoughts about this? Valentine, how do you feel about this cornerback situation when you watch the game? Yeah, I think Corey Valentine made a couple really nice plays. One of them on fourth down, sort of breaking up the pass, uh, which was put in a good spot. Uh, Brandon Eccles had an incredible play uh, on that deep ball. I forget who the quarterback is. It was the third string irrelevant quarterback for the Giants. He won't be on the roster by next week. Um, he made a nice play. Um, I think, who was it? Uh, yeah, those are the main two corners who made some highlight plays. Um, because Bless Austin, you know, he's, I mean, he's, he's not all that really. I mean, he's said he's going to be a top corner in the game this coming year, which I mean, I like high expectations, but you know, let's keep it a little bit realistic. And I think yeah. guys like Jason Pinnock and uh, Bryce Hall, I think they should have pretty solid seasons too. So I'm excited for this cornerback room. But, yeah, so the main two guys who really made some nice plays yesterday were Ballantyne and uh, Eccles for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Ballantyne, did, he had a bonehead play as well later on in the game when he let up on that coverage. But, yeah, there were some guys. I looked at the situation. I know Carter – or not Carter, uh, Lamar Jackson – Got himself a flag. There was some flags kind of in the secondary as well. I want to yeah. clean that up a little bit. The rest did throw some flags that I thought were questionable. I was going off about it because I hate – the Jets always get screwed with refs and making bad calls. It always happens to us all the time. We can go back mm-hmm. to the years from the Austin Safarian Jenkins bad call to just a bunch of bad calls that we've got. Oh, my God. I, I still can't believe that happened. <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't Anything to help out Tom Brady. Anything. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's insane. But, you know, this cornerback situation is still, you know, trying to figure it out, figuring itself out. Things are ramping up, and there's a lot of competition there, and we'll see what happens. Gundry also thought made some solid plays as well. So we'll see who comes out of the scrum there. But listen, Jacob, I want to thank you for calling in, man. It's always good to talk to you. You always know your Jets. Next time I have my show, I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? Yeah, I will for sure. Absolutely. You have yourself a good night, my man. You too. Listen, Jacob called in with the five. Listen, man, this has been a heck of a show. Salutes to everybody, man. Salutes to everybody. This has just been a great time to be a Jets fan. We had a very solid game, man, a very solid preseason game. Things looked good. Salute to everyone in the chat as well, all the savages. Salute to Sam G in the chat. Sam G says the O-line looked rock solid even without ATV, and the D-line looked dominant even without Quentin Williams. Just think about that. Sam G, you're talking facts, man. You're talking facts, and wait until those guys come back. Again, our offense, our our wide receiver court looks pretty solid, and we don't have more out there, you know? (laughs) Wait until he comes back. Like, they're just – we're still waiting on more additions. And I understand. I'm not saying that the New York Jets are going to win a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that we're going to 
you know, be have the number one seed. I'm not saying we're going to the AFC Championships. I'm not saying any of those things. But I am saying that I think this Jets team is going to shock a lot of people this year, and I think we're going to be fighting, man. And we have a quite a bit of talent on this roster, and I think if coached correctly, man, whew, we're we're going to be we're going to be somebody to really contend with, really, really are. And I think we have the coaching staff here now uh, to really be successful, especially again. You look at the mainstream media; they've been so quick to attack. There's, there, you know, I think it's Marcellus Wiley was talking about how since the Jets don't have fights in camp, the New York Jets don't have an edge. They're not a team that, you know, we don't have any fire. We don't have any any dog in us. And I just, I think that that was a ridiculous take as well. And I think it was a shot at our coaching staff because I, I feel like with the Jets, it's it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, right? If the New York Jets were having fights every single day at camps, if they were having brawls and a guy were to get hurt or there were just continued issues going on, then the media would immediately attack us and say that, well, the New York Jets are unfocused and Sulla can't control this locker room. That's the narrative that would be spun then, right? Listen, Sulla has brought in a mentality where it's all about stepping in, learning what you need to do, making sure that you're effective at what you need to do, by any means necessary. And if, you know, if they have to work, then they put in the work. We don't have time to be brawling every single day and fighting every single day. We're out here trying to learn. And there have been sessions where there have been punches thrown. But we don't need team brawls every single day. That's insanity. We're out here. We're a young football team. We're working together. We've come together as a team. We're going to continue to fight. We're going to continue to put things out there. We're fighting to try to learn our scheme. We're fighting to try to learn our positions. We're fighting to make sure that we're good to go when it's time to line up against that next team. So, like, come on, man. When you you hear these things and it's like it's so ridiculous, the media will do anything to dump on the New York Jets, and I'm tired of it. Tired of it. Tired of hearing this nonsense. Tired of hearing this nonsense. But – we're just putting that away because I believe in Coach Sulla. I do. And a lot of Jets fans do as well. We're seeing the change that he's making, the way that he can, you know, relate with these players, the way that the players look at him. You can see that they, they admire him, man. You see it. You see that these players believe in him. They're willing to run through a wall for him. And he's willing to do the same for the players. And that's what it's about. This is a big change. This is not the Jets of last year. This is not the Jets where they had a bunch of infighting and issues between each other. This is a team that is united. This is, your team that, this is a team that has a united front put together, and we're going to attack the rest of the league. And I can't wait. So with that said, I'm going to, head, going to go ahead and close out the show. This has been amazing. I want to thank everybody for calling in tonight. It was phenomenal to speak with everybody. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. Again, that's YoungJ000. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times, okay? He'll be back soon. And when he does, fight on. He'll be destroying people. You know what I'm saying? He'll be destroying people. Just wait. It's all about running left. That's all we got to do, all right? So I'll be down there trolling. I'll have my jersey on. I'm also on YouTube as well at Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets is the YouTube. You can catch all of my content. 
all of my videos, uh, my live stream, because we live stream the, the radio show as well, so you can come and hang out with us, you know, uh, me and the savages going back and forth in there as well. Please subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Turn on your notifications, like all the videos. And also, if you want to troll me on there, there's no issues. I'll troll you right back. Go ahead and comment. I'll go back and forth with you, and we control each other. There's no issues whatsoever. And it's always, people, when you see me in person, okay, because you will see me in person eventually, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone, okay? Free hugs for everyone that will cost you absolutely nothing, no matter what anyone says. The hugs will always remain free. I want to thank everyone for listening. Again, without you folks, I am absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to call in and listen to the show. It's always phenomenal to speak for everybody. So till the next time, folks, you folks have a good one. Peace.